This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on, $50 buys. All right, on this episode of Bouts Talking Bouts, excited to be talking to an individual who is set to compete at BKFC Thailand 5, which transpires on November 4th. And we've got a very intriguing fight as Tirawat Wongolan takes on Andrew Miller. And great getting to have Andrew on the show for the first time. How are you doing there, man? You having a good, solid day so far? Uh, yeah, Dylan, thank you for the call and chat. Uh, yes, I'm having a good day so far. All I've done was just... Um... I've just I trained this morning, and I trained again in the afternoon, and yeah, I've just uh, took my dogs out for a walk, now I'm back and sitting relaxing. That sounds like a perfect day, a lot of training and some time with the dogs, that's always good. That's it, man, that's, that's my happiness. Yeah, I love hearing that, man, I mean, definitely, the furry friend's very important, but something I thought was kind of interesting with this fight, I saw you had a post, like, closer to, like, earlier in August, where you were talking about Having a certain level of familiarity with your opponent here, I thought it was interesting fighting a former, you know, training partner here. And, I mean, I like the attitude, though. You're saying, like, business is business. So what was, like, the mentality when the bout offer came your way? It seemed to be a sense of, like, oh, I'm very familiar with this guy, but also let's go up there and test skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that. Um, as soon as, as, soon as um, Nick Chapman gave me the, the message about it, and I was like, okay, yeah, no problem, as it says. Um, you can be friends afterwards. So it's okay. But it's business, business. So yeah, we get it done. Yeah, but usually I'll just like ask fighters about you know their opponents and some of like the stylistic attributes they've noticed and things like that. And it usually just comes from like a, an outsider, like tape study kind of perspective. So I feel like this one's kind of interesting. But I mean, ultimately, it is like a newer combat sport. So do you feel like you have a certain amount of intel on Tirawat heading into this fight that could pay dividends, or is it ultimately an entirely new sport and maybe the transferable isn't there? Yeah, um, most of his fights, he's, he's, he's a very good tie boxer, so he's always kicking and clinching, but uh, most of his fights he does not even throw much boxing, so I believe that he's in for a very, very troubled time when as soon as I've come, because that's what I've been doing a lot lately. He's been working on boxing, head movement, and everything else. So I don't think it's going to be a good time for him, to be honest. Yeah, and it seems like you're pretty active out there, too. I saw you were out there with Andy Williamson a bit earlier in the month and everything like that, and you were touting two wins from two this year. So it seems like you're you know pretty active heading into this you know BKFC debut. Is that just kind of... Because ultimately they're different combat sports. Is it just to kind of like you know maintain that you know fight shape? And because it seemed like you were very much even looking towards the BKFC foray there, like you were shouting out next up BKFC. So can you talk about the I guess strength of schedule this year? It seems like you've gotten to be relatively active. Uh, well, to be honest, it's not actually as, as active as you would think. To be honest, because in Thailand you're normally fighting every month. But the thing is, um, I've got, I've got. Basically, a grade two tone um, ACL injury, so I don't really do much as uh, fighting as much anymore. But I try and 
get as much as possible done. So um, I fought again at my, my last fight there in March. That was my first fight in two and a half years. So yeah, I got the win against a decent boy on Muay Thai Super Champ. And then I just went over to Australia there and fought another uh, young up-and-comer. Um, I got the win there. Um, I just used my experience and just kept pressuring him, clinching and boxing, and he didn't really want to be there. So, yeah, we just kept going and we got the wins. So that's two wins from two and going to make it free, I hope. Yeah, and how long has this BKFC debut kind of been on your mind? Because even in like a BKFC, you know, Asia-specific conversation, I mean, you did mention you know, Nick Chapman, like, it seems like you guys have, like, a good, strong rapport just getting in different, you know, training rounds and things like that, so, I mean, it seems like it's been on your radar for a bit. Yes, uh, it's been going on for a while. Uh, I was meant to fight before, but I think one of the shows got pulled, and I don't know what actually happened to it, but it was all good. Um, no, Nick's one of my good friends. Uh, I do training with him as well. I do um, a whole capacity. He just basically hits, hits me all day so yeah it's not too bad but I'm looking forward to it I really am it's uh, something that's been going on for a while but we're finally nearly there so yeah it's just time to get knuckled out and train 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 yeah and I'm interested in some of the preparatory measures because obviously you know very experienced Muay Thai practitioner and some you know great performances with you know one championship and a myriad of titles and you know the Scottish and British circuits there. So just in saying all of that, like how different is the preparations for bare knuckle? Like what specific additions to your preparations are within like a BKFC focused camp? I guess. Right. So obviously, um, yeah, no Muay Thai anymore, no kicking. And <laughs> <laughs> um, more, more just focusing on boxing, movement, feet, uh, head, everything like that. And I'm going to be working on a lot more strength and conditioning on the, the power punches and everything like that. Yeah, are you adding in, because I know some guys, well, I mean, I've kind of found a binary of reactions to this almost. Like, some guys really swear by the different, like, hand galvanizing techniques. Like, they'll work with, like, I mean, talking about Muay Thai, like the wooden Muay Thai boards, or, like, they'll grip the sand or, you know, create microfractures in the hands. But then there's guys on, like, <clears throat> the other end of the spectrum where they're just like, Oh, why the hell would I do that? Like, my hands are, you know, plenty strong. Like, are you doing any unique bare-knuckle hand strengthening or not so much? Nope. We'll just see what happens to my hands come November 4th. That's about it. As I said, I've done a 41 championship. I've worn a little of gloves before. I've had a few injuries here and there. So, I'd, we'll just wait and see what happens. Nothing too exciting. Yeah, no, that's fair. I feel like your Muay Thai experience could very much pay dividends within those active clinch positions in the BKFC rule set, though, so I think you'd be excited about that. Yes, uh, yes, coming in short, keeping it in clinch, dirty boxing. Yes, it's all good fun. And as far as, like, the, I guess, maybe, like, sparring work or things of that nature, because, I mean, I know some fighters will, like, you know, work with, like, the bigger gloves. Some fighters will... Like Reggie Barnett Jr., for instance, the BKFC Bantamweight champion, like he talks to me about how he works with like the four ounce MMA gloves and like the sparring to kind of get closer to the range. Like, what are you doing more so with that? Right. Uh, I'm not getting any younger, so to be honest, I don't really do much sparring. I don't try. I'll probably maybe do it once a week. Um, as I said, you can't take, you can't. Um, 
can definitely have chin all the time and people try to keep uh, you do as much power as possible so I just try and do as light as possible with 50% as much just working on everything else uh, head, mostly head movement and feet positioning that's what I, that's what I like to work on sparring yeah, for sure, and I get that mentality as well. I mean, you've got a wealth of experience in combat sports, so I think you were good to go for sure, but I guess I'm curious about the actual particular space you're training at because I saw on Instagram some videos from Silk Muay Thai, but obviously some past with, like, Fairtex Gym and Petch Rung Ruang and things like that. So, like, where are you at training nowadays? Uh, yeah, I'm training at FIBM Silk Muay Thai. Yeah, that seems like a great space. I mean, seems like a lot of like you know good comrades and whatnot. Like, is there anyone from this upcoming card that's going to be training there or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. No, uh, but I've got I'm I'm uh, also the trainer of TJ Chang, so I'll be so I'm doing my stuff and I get and I go and do his stuff as well. So it'll be a busy night come November. Yeah, something that I thought was kind of interesting and. In, Doing my backgrounding on you, I noticed you left a career in mechanical engineering to more like consistently pursue Muay Thai. Like, do you look at combat sports in, I guess, a similar kind of way, like in almost like a very, you know, analytical kind of way that might be similar to like how your brain works when, I guess, functioning within engineering, if that makes sense? Um, uh, what, what I'm trying to understand, what do you mean, like? Just in terms of like a, a, like analytical, like just like looking at it like big picture, just breaking it down in a certain way. Like, do you feel like it fires off the I guess synapses in your brain in a similar way, or does it almost like tap into like an entirely different part of your brain? The combat sports. Completely different part of my brain, as I say, um, mechanical engineer. It was good. I got my I got my papers and stuff like that, but it just it just wasn't for me. As soon as I started training the first day, I just fell in love with it. So. I wanted to continue my career and pursue it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I guess I was just wondering if it was like a, I don't know, like just analytical sort of mindset that could be applied to it. But I also get why it would ultimately, I guess, like fire off a, you know, different part in the brain there. But no, that's interesting. So like, I guess, when did you transition from there? Because you were like saying you went to school to kind of do that, like, it must have been pretty free. Like, when did you, I guess, have the idea to, like, want to pursue combat sports full-time? Like, when did that seem like the move for you? Um, I think that was back in 2011. I, um, I went to Thailand for the first time, went for training at Tiger Muay Thai, and then I came back and had a fight a week later, and I got the win, and, yeah, it just took over from there. And then I've had to write him. Obviously, there's a few other fights where I just went when I went up to the the higher level in Muay Thai. Then I, I felt like I wasn't. I had to do more training and be better myself to get to that uh, stage. So yes, I had to bite the bullet. And yeah, it, it was hard for money and stuff like that. But I was happy and determined. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely yeah paid dividends now in a lot of different regards for sure and I mean this is a great card too I mean like we talk about you know the wealth of Muay Thai experience you have and just how much of that is just really going into this card overall I guess in saying that like what's your excitement level for you know this upcoming Buakau versus Senchai fight it seems pretty interesting 
yeah, it's going to be a fun fight. It's going to be really fun. I think, uh, technique-wise, Sanchez should win, but I just find the over more powerful Burkow probably is going to be a wee bit too strong for him in the earlier rounds. And it's kind of interesting, too, because I remember seeing some people positing that because they're such good friends that maybe it would be, like, more akin to an exhibition. But, like, you hear these guys talk about this fight, and they're like, no, like, we know what we're getting into. Like, we're looking to throw down. So, I mean, yeah, just one of those fights that you almost, like, talk about as, like, a fantasy matchup on, like, an online forum. So, it's fun. I don't know how you can, um, I don't know how you can um, play bare knuckle. It's quite beyond me how people think that about me. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I guess that's just online discourse for you there. People will just say anything online if they've got, like, a Wi-Fi connection. That's what I'm saying. People are probably just jealous and they think that they just they never got the fight. But it's okay. I just, I just let people talk. No problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. Any news? Good news, I believe. So, sorry, what was that? Is there any, any, any rumor is good, good publicity? Yeah, I mean, people are just... Talking to talk sometimes for sure, but I was just yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. It sounded like you were going to say something there. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Of course, of course, yeah, of course, you're right. But yeah, something that I was noticing that I enjoy, and I mean, I feel like I usually talk to fighters about this, but curious to get the backstory on your nickname. Like, I think Mad Dog Fairtex is a quality nickname like who kind of gave you the moniker and what was the origin story i guess well this, this is one of those ones uh, i was young i was when i was a young boy 16 i was hanging about with my friends and i don't know if you've ever heard of the drink mad dog 2020 okay yeah yeah there you go right so that's what i used to drink and yeah it's stuck from there <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I guess I could have, like, maybe used some deductive reasoning to think it was that, but no, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> that was that. That was that. Yeah, no, I love that. That's a, that's a good moniker for sure, and I think it's kind of versatile, too. It's like, I like nicknames where it's like there could be, like, a few interpretations. Like, it's like, oh, Mad Dog, Fairtex. Like, maybe you think it's, like, a like a tough, like, has cert a certain grit to it kind of thing, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a little more playful, like, still a cool nickname, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's fun, man. I just love a good nickname backstory. I guess I'm kind of curious about just how you're looking at this. I mean, obviously, you're not overlooking the particular fight, but do you have, like, an idea for, like, what you would like to do in BKFC going forward? Like, do you have a particular idea of, like, what you would like your arc to be? Like, in the sense of, is there, like, a couple, or is there a certain number of fights you'd like to have, or certain, yeah. <laughs> why I'm doing it is because I'm, I'm, I'm nervous and anxious about it but that's what makes me makes me get up in the morning and want to train and yeah fight on it um, as I say if, we, if you've got nothing if it, if it doesn't if it doesn't um, if it doesn't excite you then it doesn't get me up so this is one of the things that excites me but definitely not overlooking um, my opponent no way at all it says I'm going to be in there training 110% and yeah, hopefully get my hand raised. And going forward, uh, I don't really know. As I say, I need to talk to my family because they're not really too happy anymore with all this, especially the knuckles. So, but as I said, you've never seen ever. If something, if some gold ever wanted to come past me fighting for the belt and stuff like that, well, we never say never. So let's wait and see. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this fight is of paramount importance. And, I mean, good shout-out to the family as well. I mean, that's definitely, you know, most important, too. So, yeah, for sure. Yes, um, they're, um, they're um, nerves and everything like that. Theirs is um, not the best when I'm fighting. So, yes, I think they'd prefer if I just hung up the gloves after this. But we'll wait and see. I was going to say, if you wanted to get cheeky, you could say, like, oh, I hung up the gloves and just keep doing BKFC. Yeah, just keep doing it. Just don't post on social media. <laughs> but it's been great getting to talk to you, man. I mean, you've had a lot of really exemplary experiences in Muay Thai. And, I mean, definitely very excited for this BKFC fight. A lot of interesting facets to it, for sure. But just being mindful of your time and schedule, man. I'm curious if maybe there's, like, a final parting thought you'd want to add as we're wrapping up here, man. Yeah, I'm just, as I said, hopefully everyone is listening and going to be reading or whatever this is, just get ready to watch BKFC Thailand November the 4th. We're going to be putting on a show and raise the roof, because this is my hometown as well, so I've never really fought in my hometown, so I'm going to be, everyone's going to be there supporting me, so I just cannot wait and, yeah, get that fairy tale win, and then we move on from there. So thank you very much, everyone. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be a stellar fight. Really excited to see you step in the ring against Tirawat Wangawan. And it should be a great card with BKFC Thailand 5 and definitely excited for November 4th. But until then, you have a... The top of the card is just... It's, it's dancing. It's just brilliant. Fireworks everywhere. Yeah, and anyone who's, you know, checked out any of the prior BKFC Thailand events can attest to it. I mean, there's always fireworks, just great matchmaking, great fighters. And I feel like this fits very nicely within it coming up on november 4th here but again to reiterate andrew thanks so much for the time and just have a good rest of your day man thank you uh dylan thank you so much the gentleman thank you this episode of bouts talking bouts is brought to you by bare knuckle betting shark winning parlays if you're looking for them in bkfc you got to be checking out bk bet shark here's the thing $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on. $50 buys.